You're listening to the Weekend Warrior Show, presented by Cedar Sinai. Someday, when I'm off the low, when the world is cold, I will feel a glow just thinking of you and the way you look tonight. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. I know I can't sing, but I can't help it. I just love and appreciate the emphasis on the correct syllable, the elongation of the words, how he draws you in. Nobody did it better than Frank Sinatra. And in opera, no one does it better than Pavarotti. In sports, Brad Nestler, when he calls a game, it's must-watch TV for me. Joe Burrow was great, but to hear the stories of Joe Burrow, to see him through the eyes and the ears of Brad Nestler, what a treat it was. And you can listen to the podcast. Uh, go to the ESPN website and get to ESPN Favorite Podcasts, and you can hear on your Bluetooth my interview with Brad Nestler. What a true joy that was. The number is 877-710-ESPN. The clinic's open. Let's go to Michael. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Hey, Dr. Clapper. I just wanted to say I love your show. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the kind words. Now I have to adjust my earbuds because of all the compliments. Thank you. My head is swollen. Your show is amazing. It always has really cool topics. Thank you. Thank you. um, What do you do for a living, Michael? I'm actually the director of sales for a company, and then I've I've just started working uh, with another company, that deals with stem cells. Okay, cool. Good for you. You're in the medical profession. You've made it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, but your your topic today is really cool because there's obviously a lot of people like Pavarotti and a lot of people use their voices, and it's amazing when they have their voices. It's also something different, like I went through, when I lost my voice, I, I have a, uh, to this day, I have to project because I have a paralyzed vocal cord. Mm, that so, is, yep, that is, you know, when you say that, I think of friends of mine who ear, nose, and throat surgeons, like David Alessi, uh, who's one of my, he and I were interns together at Cedars sinai Back in 1983, when Michael Jackson burned his hair up at the Pepsi commercial. I don't know if you remember yeah. that, but he and I were talk about front line for COVID. We were front line for Michael Jackson way back in 1983. And I went on to become an orthopedic surgeon. And David Alessi went on to become one of the champions of how to deal with vocal cords in this town. And I really appreciate his friendship all of these years. The other time the vocal cord entered my life was as a medical student. Now I'm going way back to 1979, 1980, a first year medical student at the cadaver. I don't, you know, you're right out of college. You don't know anything first year of medical school. Right, and right. you, you start with the head of the body and you go, you work your way down as you do the dissections for that whole semester of seeing every nerve artery, bone, blood vessel, muscle, tendon that the body has. And you start at the top. So we started with the head and neck. And I don't want to get gruesome on you, 
but we're doing dissections to see all the different structures from the carotid artery, the vein, I'm, the phrenic nerve, all the different structures. I'm actually that, cool with it. My dad taught medical school. Oh, there you go. So this is like right in the family. And I remember, yeah. you know, having the books open and I had four other classmates and we all participated for so many hours doing the dissection. And one of the things that I loved about my medical school at Columbia was they used to bring a surgeon in or two or five who were specialists in that part of the body as surgeons to give the young medical student what they used to call clinical correlation so that it wasn't just you being in a cadaver lab trying to figure out where the nerve is and you know the relevance of its structure, but they actually had the surgeon go, okay, let's look for the phrenic nerve. Let's look for the recurrent laryngeal nerve. The recurrent laryngeal nerve is this thin little, as thin as a hair, but it's the most important nerve because that's the nerve that feeds the vocal cord. And I remember doing a dissection on this cadaver looking for that recurrent laryngeal nerve and giving relevance to this opening introduction class that I have. And that's the nerve, by the way, that has led to your paralysis of your vocal cord because there's nothing the matter with your vocal cord. It's just the electricity to your vocal cord isn't working. And here's a clapper vision for you. If your vocal cord is the light bulb, losing the nerve is as though you get up off of your couch and pull the plug out of the wall so the electricity to the light bulb is why the light bulb isn't working. It's not that the light bulb burnt out. It's that the electricity that feeds the light bulb went out. And when there's any kind of paralysis to the recurrent laryngeal nerve, you then lose that vocal cord. And here's the other key. There's two of them. There's a right. right side and a left side, and there's two vocal cords. There's a right side and a left side. And the, what's saving you is the fact that your other one is okay. They're both not out. Otherwise, you ain't speaking. So it's a beautiful exactly. thing to understand the anatomy. And it's just, you know, whatever you can be fascinated on. Let's say you love cars or you love computers or you love whatever your passion is in life. How about your passion is the machinery of how your body works? To me, that's my passion. How the hell does our body work? What are the, the, the makeup? Where are the two by fours? Where's the plumbing? Where's the electrical supply? My dad worked as a carpenter. So I understand you can right. touch the two by four. You can touch the pipes. You can touch the electrical wires, but to be able to do it. In the body. Now, you can always get a hold of the architect and ask him for the blueprints and he'll say, Oh, I have them in my trunk of my car. Let me go get them. But who's the architect of the building that is your body? Whether you believe in God or not, something created us and I'm fascinated because I can't talk to that person. So I have to look at what your body is made of. And as a surgeon, I have the chutzpah. That's a Yiddish term. The chutzpah to say, I can fix what's broken. Think about that. That's what you do as a surgeon, which is incredible. All right, I'm getting ahead of myself. Talk to me. What's your question? How can I help you? Oh, I just wanted to share that it's just, you know, I had to see, uh, I saw a doctor, Dr. Sugarman, and it was just oh. fascinating. 
if Dr. Sugarman was just fascinating because when I went in to his offices, there was like all these, you know, rock singers, you know, celebrities yep. that basically had used his services. I just, I just found it fascinating that they had vocal, they had a different kind of vocal cord issues, obviously, mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah, they get nodules. A lot of singers develop because of their overuse of that structure, muscle, whatever you want to call it in the body. Sometimes, you know, when I surf, too much wind and water in my ear causes an overgrowth, and it's called surfer's ear, that you literally can lose your hearing from it. So there's too much wind, there's too much water, you get an overgrowth. The, The same concept of an overgrowth when you sing all day long, some in some folks, the vocal cord being used that much cannot handle it. It doesn't appreciate it. And the body responds to that micro trauma by growing a little fatter. And these singers can get a nodule on their vocal cord. Well, here's the problem. You're paying a lot of money to go to a concert to hear them sing. And now that nodule needs to come off. How the hell are you going to remove that nodule without ruining their voice altogether? Listen, if you ruin Robbie Clapper's voice, it's not a big loss (laughs) because I'm not doing, I'm not making a living by people listening to how I sound. They just want to hear the information per se. But if you're Adele or someone like that, who I know had issues with her vocal cords in the past, you've now got to go to someone who's got to help cure and treat that nodule without injuring her ultimate voice, that's where the the art, the science, the skill of being an ENT vocal, Sugarman is in that category. He has yeah, saved the careers of many singers. And you know what the irony is? That although he gets a kick out of taking care of the rock star, you know who the rock star is in that office? Sugarman. The surgeon yeah. is the one you want the autograph for, not so yeah. much the artist. So I agree with you. 